Today's episode of Home Cooked is brought to you by Lightlife. Lightlife makes delicious plant-based protein products that won't weigh you down, like veggie dogs and bacon. Lightlife makes it easier to try a plant-based diet with products that are easy to prepare for the entire family at any occasion. Some family recipes are sacred, but other family recipes are constantly evolving with slight modifications as they get passed on between the hands of different family chefs. And that's what we're tapping into today. In this case, it's a family recipe that just absolutely had to change. Hi, I'm Sarah Martin, and this is Home Cooked. Every episode of the show explores a family recipe and the story behind it. This week, a chili cook-off. So welcome home. Okay. <laughs> this is the kitchen. <laughs> well, we have decided to divide the kitchen. Yeah, we're making uh, two versions of chili. So two spoons. Two spoons rest. We are in the family kitchen of Jose Miguel and his mother Patricia. Patricia's on one side of the kitchen and her son Jose is on the other. One's going to be a vegan version and the other one's going to be a meat-friendly version. When I said it, I was like, oh wow, that's really nice of me to say meat-friendly. <laughs> this chili recipe was the family's staple growing up. They ate it every Friday night after they moved to Canada. And that tradition lasted over the years until the day Jose stopped eating it. He did have a problem with meat since he was at a young age, but the chicken, the chicken drumsticks, he will never eat everything. You know, it would be like plain with the little nerves and stuff. Like, you know, he would eat two or three pieces, and I'm like, you need him finish you. I couldn't eat the skin of chicken. Like, everything had to be really well peeled. It could only be the breast of chicken. I couldn't eat the chicken leg because, like, the bone kind of freaked me out a little bit. He will never go with me to buy meat, for example. He never liked that. I remember not enjoying the smell. Like there was something, there was always kind of a resistance there with me. Especially the ground beef, I always had to leave the kitchen. Um, like I could only have it after it was cooked and it was done and like seasoned or whatever. But the process of like cooking it, something about it just like upset me and gave me a bit of nausea. So I remember that and I still have that like to this day, but that's like from when I was very, very young. My name is Patricia Munoz. I'm Colombian. I've been in Canada for 16 years. And uh, we've been in this house for 13. And um, I love cooking. <laughs> My name is Jose Miguel. I am currently 22 years old and I'm studying psychology at York University. I live with my family and am a vegan, the only vegan in my family currently. Jose is sitting at the kitchen table, chopping garlic with a bunch of tomatoes and onions in front of him. Patricia is at the counter with her hands in a mound of raw ground beef and cans of red kidney beans ready to go. They're using separate cutting boards, knives, and they're making sure not to share spoons. Where's the other cutting tray, Mark? The other cutting tray, the small one? Okay, um, I'll leave you that big one over there, and then I'll start doing my like little mincing and stuff okay. over here, okay? That way we don't clash too much. Patricia's kitchen is packed full of exotic spices. Things like raw sal hanout, shishimi togarashi, 
Peri Peri, and Harissa. Spices that reflect Patricia's love of food and new flavors. And that's a love that traces back to her childhood in Colombia. Her mom was an in-house cook for an expat French family. And she remembers spending hours in that kitchen as a young girl. The kitchen was very big. It has room to walk around. That's something I remember. I wasn't tall enough to get into the cabinet, so for me, I had to use a little stool. Between 8 and 10, I was already starting to cook. I was the one bringing the onions and the potatoes and and peeling. I don't like peeling, but (laughs) I know everybody has to start somewhere. So what we have here is we have onions, peppers, spinach that I wouldn't put on my chili. He does. (laughs) Tomatoes. I have the meat. And on this side, I have all the beans. Jose doesn't remember Colombia very well. He was only six when his family moved to Canada. I'm getting kind of like little shards of memories here and there. I remember being really, really young, always knowing that my grandma and my mom were always the ones who did like all of the kitchen stuff. Um, uh, But uh, yeah, they were always the ones that were in the kitchen. My role was to sit patiently at the dinner table until the food was brought and served and then I would just go ahead and eat. And I remember this because now it's very different, like now that I'm older. Well, I've just put uh, the meat on my pan, so I'm just going to be mixing. It is ground beef. Yes, I think that's perfect. Ah, look at this beauty. Yeah, I love the, the look of the meat and the onion. You can still see color. So. And then another memory uh, is that I always was very sensitive to the smell of meat cooking. You can certainly smell the meat in this kitchen today. Jose's had to put up with that discomfort his whole life. Being Colombian, he didn't have much choice. In Colombia, people are very much heavily carnivorous. And so uh, that's the culture that I grew up in. And, and I, I was always picky. Like, I know I always gave my mom some, like, pushback. So I think that there was definitely that, like, sense of shame as being labeled a picky eater and not, you know, eating food and sometimes feeling like I was being disrespectful if I didn't if I didn't consume, what, like, what was given. Just because... Uh, Eating meat was such a deep part of my culture that I didn't even question. Yeah, my mom said that one head of garlic would be enough for both chilies. But I love, love garlic, so I think I'm going to take a little bit more. Okay, so we start with oil. When I was living in residence, um, I had to do all my cooking on my own. And, uh, and I, I would, I'm always doing excessive garlic. And so I think at one point my mom said that the cologne I wear is garlic because wherever I walk to, I always, either my clothes or my like breath smells like garlic, and I've learned to just love it. <laughs> it was at his university residence where Jose first made some friends who are vegans. You know, people who don't consume any animal products, including milk, eggs, butter, even honey. And that was the first time I got introduced to like, you know, like full on developed uh, vegan cuisines and the culture, you know, Um, and uh, and trying some of the food there was amazing. Uh, I might use the olive oil, actually. When he found veganism, it just felt right. Sometimes I'd like to think that, yeah, I just had these natural vegan instincts and whatnot. The choice to stop eating meat was easy for Jose. What was hard was telling his mom. When I first started transitioning, I would eat vegetarian during the week while I was at school and residence. And then on the weekends when I would come home, um, I would just eat whatever they gave me, which was usually meat. And 
and so I can't recall exactly like when I think I told her progressively. I was like, "Hey, mom, like I'm I'm trying to become vegetarian." Oh, that break my heart. <laughs> that day he broke my heart. When he comes home and I'm like, "I'm not eating meat." I just remember being sad because I didn't know at the moment what are we going to do and what are we going to share with him. My mom felt a little bit betrayed initially uh just because every single plate had some animal byproduct in it, you know. Um like during lunch it was the meat, during breakfast it was like the eggs or like the omelets or the the milk added like things or whatever it was. So I feel like initially that probably was a feeling that I was just like kind of throwing away the culture and being like no thank you, you know. Like I feel like her reaction was almost like okay fine, like if you're not going to eat what I'm going to cook, do whatever you want, you know, like figure yourself out. Coming up after the break. Figuring it out as a vegan in a carnivore's kitchen meant two things. Jose had to repair things with his mom, and on a practical level, he had to figure out what to eat. Support for our podcast comes from Lightlife, a company that makes delicious plant-based protein products. We started talking about plant-based recipes here at Home Cooked. Charlotte is responsible for all the illustrations and graphics associated with the show. She's also a vegetarian. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Sarah. So what's your plant-based ground recipe? We actually use plant-based ground all the time. My grandma's Eastern European, and she makes cabbage rolls all the time. When she found out I was vegetarian, she used to lie to me and say there was no ground beef in them. Really? Yeah, so she was really happy when I found a meat substitute to carry on a recipe. Thanks for sharing, Charlotte. Of course. If you want to give your dish a meaty flavor, why don't you try Light Life's plant-based zesty Italian ground? Simply sprinkle ground crumbles in lasagna or create a delicious plant-based chili. It's fewer calories, lower fat, and no cholesterol. That's how Light Life makes for a healthier dinner. Welcome back. Coming out as a vegan in a meat-loving household was nerve-wracking for Jose. But there was a more pressing issue. He'd never cooked for himself. I wasn't really that good in the kitchen or like didn't know really how to provide for myself. And uh, and so I know that there was a period when I think I was probably slightly malnutrition just because I wasn't I didn't know what you know. I was like, all right, I'm going to go vegan. All I know how to make is waffles kind of thing. Luckily, Jose also had his mom's chili recipe and making a vegan version of it wasn't a big stretch. I survived off chili. Like I would eat it every single week for lunch and dinner, lunch and dinner, um, nonstop, essentially. Yeah, and so it was my my to go to, like my savior. It was my comfort food, my my like main support. Um, the thing that got me off eating waffles and Nutella, which is like really really good. With chili, since it was something that I knew from forever, and it was so like it came instinctually to me. When I first met Jose, he was carrying around a little Tupperware container of his vegan chili. I asked him about it, and he said he always carried it around just in case there were no vegan options. That's why I asked him to do this episode. But let's be real. No one can survive off of only chili. My mom's like motherly instincts started kicking in me like, all right, no, I, he still can't fend for himself. And like, even though he's vegan and that's outside of my like cooking comfort, I will start to cook provide for you. And, and I made a deal with him, okay? I'm going to accommodate you, but we're not going to stop eating meat. So you deal with the smell of the meat. We deal with the meat at the table. I'm going to prepare things for you, but I'm going to prepare things for them because my husband and my other son love meat. So it's like we accommodate you, 
but you don't bother us. And and so that's when she started off, like you know, experimenting with uh, vegan recipes, and, and and slowly start building up more and more. And now it's amazing. Like now she cooks amazing vegan desserts, and she completely vegified the entire thing. She is amazing with the amount of work that she's been putting in, in developing vegan cuisine in her family, and and including my culture there as well. Because that's that's exactly what my mom does. My mom brings different cultures in, mixes them together, keeps them individual, and all of these all of these really cool creative things. And, and that's really what characterizes her cuisine. And then also, I think immigrating into Canada um, and, and just being in such a richly diverse city like Toronto is. Even when we first got here, like in the building where we live, I remember if you went up the elevator at every single floor that the door opened up, every single floor had different food smells and stuff. And sometimes they were like really overpowering and, you know, but th- that like, you know, that exposure of scents and everything, I feel like really started getting my mom curious. Patricia was up for the challenge, and she wasn't going to lose her son's place at the table. Jose's veganism actually means that they're spending more time together in the kitchen now. We call it the dance, right? You know, if I'm going to wash my hands, he will move on this side. If I'm steering my pot, he will just go and shop, you know, it's just good dancers. <laughs> I would say that. Just good dancers. You know, but then when I was at when I was cooking for myself and I'd make these like over paprika food or whatever it was and it would just taste awful and I'd still be there and be like scruffing it down because I need my nutrients. I'd think and I'm like, wow, like you know, if the if the role was reversed and I was giving this to my mom, you know, and like just imagining the fuss and like all the all the hard work that goes into preparing and taking care of a family. So I feel like all of that cultivated a lot of respect for my mom. Um, I never used to help out in the kitchen. Now I try to. I still probably don't do it as much as I would like to, but I try to help out when I'm around, whether it's just mincing, cleaning things up, or putting things away. And, and I feel like I wouldn't have done that if I didn't start cooking for myself, which wouldn't have happened if I didn't go vegan. So definitely a deepened respect for, for my mother and a great opportunity to bond with her. I would say, you know, it's love who pushes, right? I don't want to have him away from my dinners or, you know, we do whatever it takes to bring him back in the sense of sharing meals and and being there, right? Like to have a nice dinner where he's not like, yeah, I'm just eating carrots here or something, right? Because I still love food and I think my family in general loves good meals and so yeah adapting to have vegan dishes and things is really out of the love for you know not to mark the difference right like yeah you're different I'm different I eat meat you don't but what makes us together what makes us get closer you know is still the love for food so hey, let's try to find recipes and let's try to find things to do together. Like the chili we've made here today, one vegan and one meat-friendly at the same table. So now for the taste test. Oh, now I'm feeling a little insecure competing with my mom. <laughs> I'm like, oh no! It's not a competition. 
competition. Okay, cool. Thanks. That's well, good. Well, we I were supposed to, to call it the Chili Wars. To... Where is the competition there? I can frame it like that now. Oh, wait. You know okay. No, the whole point is that you keep eating together, right? Yes, yeah. This is true. This is very true. Okay, vegan first. Here we go. Mm. That is really good. No, that's amazing. I love that. I see why you carry it around. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Okay, now the meat. Mm. <laughs> Distinctly different, beautiful. They're lovely beside each other. Well, what is your difference? Guys, you're right, a bit more spicy. A little more spicy, right? A little bit more. I mean, the meat adds a different flavor, but there's a beauty in the vegetable also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, they're both lovely. Bravo, guys. Yay. Amazing. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Home Cooked. If you want to try the chili, either vegan or meat, head over to homecookedpodcast.com for the recipe. That's homecookedpodcast, all one word, dot com. You'll also see photos by renowned photographer Christopher Wall. The show is produced by Catherine Jeanne and me. Charlotte Fisek created all the beautiful artwork and downloadable recipe cards. Dan Goldman and Sean Brody composed the theme music for the show. Margaret Daly is editorial advisor. Mark Ulster is senior producer. Sean Liliani is our videographer. Candace Craig handles graphics and the web. Nicole Edwards is our associate producer. No more garlic. Yeah. I have to <laughs> live with you. <laughs> I have to live with you, so no more garlic. Please get in touch with us if you have a story and a family recipe to share. I'm Sarah Martin. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Lightlife for supporting today's episode of Home Cooked. Lightlife makes your life a little easier by making your dishes more delicious with plant-based protein that won't weigh you down. Lightlife is the perfect blend of delicious, convenient, and healthy for the entire family.